Okay, we're live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, it'll be a follow-up to yesterday's show. I wasn't able to complete it. There were some things going on where I live, so kind of cut it short. So this will be Bioweapons Blues 12, assessing the death and disability from the toxic toxic jab. And uh, there's just a lot of information coming out, a lot of new researchers, a lot of new articles and something that isn't politicized. And this is a perfect example, this first um, picture that I'm showing here on YouTube or Rockfin. You can see the whole series on Rockfin if you want a visual take on it. Um, you can go to my Rockfin channel, William Ramsey. A lot, most of my listeners are on any podcast distributor, Spotify, iTunes, etc. cetera. But um, YouTube, I take them down. I just know they're censoring and they're evil people. So I don't really, I don't intend on staying on corporate fascist nightmare YouTube for very long. Um, but this is it. This is an example. They changed their story. He says, Biden now says COVID is a global health emergency after saying on 60 Minutes a few weeks ago that the pandemic's over. So there's clearly some politicization going on in this whole, even from the beginning, politicization and money grubbing. So it's a shame. These are shameful people. I'm like looking at the news today. It's the 8th of November. It's already, the scam is already going nationwide. All these uh, electronic voting machines have gone down and it's just a joke. It's intentional. It's no question. This is Dr. Kelly speaking to an experienced Australian emergency nurse asked her what they're seeing. Answer, less super sick SARS-CoV-2, but lots of cardiac arrests in really young people. That's from October 24th, 2022. This is about this whole kind of issue of long, what they're calling long COVID. It's probably something to do with either COVID injury or vaccine injury because it's an endothelial problem. And I showed that. I think Malone stated that yesterday in the video from the 11th part of this series. Um, it says Hannah writes, healthy people lose about 7% of the blood flow to their brain when upright. New studies show people with long COVID lose 30 to 40% of the blood flow to their brain when upright. Interestingly, cerebral blood flow was still abnormal even when POT symptoms improved and remained abnormal after 30 months of infection. Reduced cerebral, bl cerebral blood flow is also a common finding in ME-CFS, which is uh, myeloencephalitis, I think is what it stands for. And then Peter Halligan, who I've mentioned many times and following, great writer, great investigator, really captures some of the information that before I even started the series, I was watching on Stu Peters, which is people analyze. And I think also Mike Adams from Health Ranger or Health News, who also analyzed what's in these shots. And there's some very disturbing stuff. And the title of this article published October 25th. 2022 is let's parade this conspiracy theory does not turn into conspiracy fact worms and nanobots and uh it's wondering whether these are things that assemble from other messages transmitted between 5g and i don't know if this is true but tim truth he also mentioned tim truth who i've also uh, put on this some of these videos who's done an excellent job and you can check him out on rockfin He's posting all the time on Rockfin, Tim, Tim Truth. But the uh, title of his was Worms Hatching from Eggs. Researchers present strange vax microscopy findings and blood comparisons. 
So you can check out those. Maybe I should just check it that, that out. But here's an excerpt from Halligan. Around that time last year and over the following months, European and South American investigators have analyzed the contents of the MNRA injections, which show metallic particulate matter that seems to assemble in an intelligent way. Elsewhere, Headley Reese, who I've also mentioned, who has also worked in that industry, has done sterling work exposing the failures in manufacturing quality assurance by the startup MNRA companies, BioNTech and Moderna, who coordinate subcontractors and supply chains to make billions of vials. I think that Headley Reese worked in, as a supply chain manager, so he really knows that section of that industry. And it also did the work on, and I, I forgot his name when I was talking about him, but did the work on BioNTech and showing that the company isn't very old. It's like five years or six years old at, at best. So, uh, and then he writes, Naomi Wolf has tracked down the takeover of control of BioNTech by the Chinese Communist Party. So we're going to see the CCP popping up um, over and over. And Halligan writes again, quote, we are witnessing the great incineration of literally billions of vials across the globe as unwanted vials pass their, quote, used by date, unquote, and have been made obsolescent by variants of C-19. That's just one of the scandals I keep mentioning. There's scandal upon scandal upon scandal upon scandal. But that's one subset is this over purchase. And why do you have to incinerate these, these shots? Like you should just be able to pour them down the drain if they're harmless, Right. Um, it's so incredible. And I think there's five, there was a $5 billion purchase in the EU alone. And the uptake here in the States is very, very low. Thank, thank God. Although, and this is Halligan again, although it is straightforward for Europeans and South Americans to obtain vials, it is impossible for those in countries like the US and UK to obtain these vials and perform the same testing in micro, microscopy of the contents. So this sets the scene. One, there are harmful impurities in the vials resulting from shoddy manufacturing. Two, the vaxed have strange, quote, worm-like substances and corpses have massive amounts of fibrous strings that crowd out blood cells. And three, microscopy in Europe and South America shows discrete formations of metallic objects. And then he references a video between Maria Z and Dr. David Nixon of Australia. It's a video discussion. Then he asked the question, what does it all mean? Is one side effect of the injection of mRNA that other instructions can be transmitted to nanobots that are simultaneously injected? And there was a guy who was arrested. He was secretly being paid by the Chinese government. He was, his name was Charles. I can't remember his last name. I'll try to follow up on that. But he was a, I think, either an MIT professor, and he was secretly getting payments. But he was a specialist in nanotechnology. So small that would fit inside of a human blood cell, like so tiny, and you could actually get information. But he was doing work, maybe even in Wuhan, and I think he's in jail. It was a federal case. But that's another interesting part of the story is, was there nanotechnology in the back of these injections that nobody really ever saw? Because I've seen videos on the graphene oxide, and it's supposed to be at a nano level. So you're not even having regular elements of it not having like regular you know little pieces of this but nanotechnology which is really scary and we know that there's lipid nanoparticles in this as well so another great article by halligan and i will 
put a link to that specific article in this. And this is a another article. This is by Craig, and he writes, The Curious Case of Belgium. Belgium exhibits extremely high percentage of severe adverse reactions compared to other European countries. The hypothesis being put forward is, here is that Belgium is the site of the finishing plant for all European vaccines. So the people of Belgium are getting this more fresh dose um, from the manufacturers or more lethal dose is the argument. And that hasn't been figured out yet. But I think even in this presentation, you will show the varying deaths that are really shocking. The difference between the deaths in the U.S. and Nigeria, for example. Like we're supposedly a first world country, which is a complete joke. We're no longer a first world country. It's maybe a hybrid, like first, second, and third world. But um, you'll see these differences in deaths that are really shocking if the statistics are correct. But just to go back to this uh, curious case of Belgium, the MNRA in the vaccine seems to degrade quickly over the first 30 days. And there's a corresponding decrease in toxicity over that period. The percentage of reports that are severe is three times higher for vaccine deployed within the 30-day window. So in consequence, the people of Belgium are receiving the vaccine first, probably even within the 30-day window, and suffering the consequences. This is one of those instances where it is good to be last, or at least as far past as the expiry date as is possible. And that really is a, a thing about these shots, is there's an unequal dis, distribution of illnesses based on your batch. And you can go to that side, how bad is my batch, and find out. Um, and this is a victory of the judge who ruled that the vaccine mandates were arbitrary and capricious. And actually in that article, I think I mentioned it before, in that judgment, he flat out said the vaccines aren't effective and they're not safe. Like The judge made a statement of fact. It's pretty incredible. And this is a guy I go back to all the time, the ethical skeptic. He's doing really good research. Some of the statistical graphs and stuff like that are very ornate, very complex. But I, I think people should check him out because he's actually responding to people um, in a very high-level mathematical analysis and then explaining it. And he writes here, this is October 25th, the debate is over and sadly we were right. And Ian asks, what is the significance of this in layman's term? And Ethical Skeptic responds, the latest variant to come out on the block, what they are calling BQ, is seeking out vaccinated individuals three to one over the unvaccinated and has a particular taste for those who were recently vaccinated as well. So it's showing that the, according to his research that these newer vaccines actually don't prevent infection, they enhance infection. This is uh, Europe. This is uh, COVID vaccine injury payouts exploded 77 million budget re uh, reveals. The injuries exploded 80 times higher so that's in Australia alone. The figure was quietly buried in the Services Australia Portfolio Budget Statement in a table detailing third-party payments from the agency, quote, on behalf of other entities, unquote. So they tried to, like, hide all the stuff that they're paying out, these damages, and denying that they're really damaging people. This is Paul Alexander. I've mentioned him many times. His article says, stunning development, more women than men at risk for COVID vaccine-induced myocarditis, third dose. Research suggests here females more at risk than males, idiosyncratic. It's October 27th. 
This is a pretty stunning picture I'm showing. This is Boris Johnson's dad in some kind of weird-themed presentation, but he's wearing that Extinction Rebellion symbol on his lapel, lapel. and he's apparently a flat-out eugenicist, so um, I find it pretty curious. These kind of uh, ritualized public events and what they do. And I, I talked to what was Ian Hodges about Extinction Rebellion, who I don't know much about. I have to look into it. It's, it seems to be more of a uh, UK group, kind of ecological climate change, which I can't, the total climate change is just a total farce. Climate change, like it's a threat. It's just a massive psychological operation. Like once you go back, <laughs> it's hard to believe it at all. It's just total, total farce. Anyway, that's Boris Johnson's dad. This is Reamerville, writes, don't be like me and think long COVID won't happen to you. Six months ago, I was unmasked and fully vaxxed, living life again. Now my husband brings me three meals a day. This article is too familiar. And it's about from Charlos, who says, somebody asking a question about long COVID. And so this is another example. Is she getting this whole phenomenon called long COVID from actually a virus or is it from her vaccine or her shot it's another long covid gabby long covid anemia still working though tank below the red line how long can i go like this empty so you're gonna see a lot of people are hurting real bad it's another one pam writes long covid stole some of my most cherished things time with friends and hiking this weekend i got both friends who made it possible by allowing me to lie in the back seat with earplugs and eye mask a hike with an elevator and a beautiful view was worth the spoons. So these are another injured people. There's tons of, there's so many injuries. It's really off the chart. Yeah, Lee Boy, I am on other platforms. I'm on Rockfin. And you can actually listen to all of my shows on any podcast distributor. I've never been censored. I never had to change a show. I've never even been taken down. I haven't been taken off of Spotify or anything. So you can just type in William Ramsey investigates iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, the Red Circle, all these other smaller ones. This is uh, Steve Kirsch, who we'll see in a lot. He keeps popping up. Uh, he's doing really good work. Independent journalist. But the title of this is Richard Pothor's wife came down with CJD, a fatal prion disease, a week after getting the shot. So it's fast onset of a case that usually only hits one person a million out of a million in a year. So this is in Sunnyvale, California. He lives in Northern Cal. I got a really good video because he actually went to a neighbor. So that whole nightmare that happened on October 19th, 20th, where they added the kill shot to the children's vaccine schedule, one of the people who was on there lives close to Steve Kirsch. And so he actually, to his credit, Went and talked to her. He went to her house and knocked on her door, and they, she called the police. And we'll see that video. Uh, I'll try to maybe do it today. But uh, what do you have to hide? Why can't you just shake a guy's hand? He's an independent the guy's accomplished. I think he was like the inventor of the mouse or something. tech. He did very well for himself financially in the tech environment, so he's not some random person. Maybe he is to them, but it's interesting that these people cannot face the public. They probably have never really had to ever face the public. They've just made these decisions for the public, not for their benefit, but just made it and knowing that they never really have to any, have any consequences. 
This is Paul Alexander again. FDI and complicity and collusion with the CDC Pfizer were never going to grant BLA full licensure approval of clobidacine, so they're always going to keep it under the emergency youth authorization, which tells you everything. And Fauci, the child annihilator, family annihilator, Anthony Fauci, just a monster. Like, how does he have any respect from anybody? They're just not paying attention. That's the only reason. Um, but... He was the one who said they're keeping the, there's still an emergency. So we have to get this new booster out that was tested on eight mice. It's unbelievable. It's always the vaccine. I think you'll see that in further analysis of this whole fiasco is that the powers that be, CEPI, um, Gates, always were pushing vaccines as a solution. No cheap therapeutics or natural responses or anything so these are monsters these are literal it, we've just had like a nazi event in the united states probably all over the world but the nazis were heavily involved in eugenics and getting rid of the people they didn't like so this is i think out of texas texas death rates excess deaths under 45 year olds went from I think it was less than 2,000 to 16,000 within a couple of years. So that's over time, right? So that's not, that's 12,000 a month, 14,000 the next month, 15,000. Since as it happens last night, I had already updated the latest U.S. mortality and COVID vaccine data stratified by state and age. So in between entertaining my kids, this fine autumn day in the U.K., I threw together this quick analysis of under 45s in Texas. What's weird is that between 7th of March 2020, when COVID first emerged sort of in the U.S., and December 12th, 2020, when the MRA experience begins, just over 3.5 thousand more than expected young Texans died. And yet, in the aftermath of the experiment that Peter claims would have saved them from COVID death in the same period in 2021, over 7,000 died. That's twice as many. Excuse the obvious. Riddle me that. Peter, what is it even more weird is that the weekly excess deaths only really spike in mid-July, almost exactly five months after the experiment begins and follow a remarkably similar distribution pattern. On its own, you might casually dismiss this as a coincidence, but if your life depended on it and you knew that you've seen this exact same pattern literally hundreds of times across different states and countries around the world, you might perhaps prefer to wait for a proper examination of the situation. On its own, you might have, at the end of the day, it's up to you who's, who you choose to believe. Let's hope there's always more than one side of a story, so at least you have the choice. And then he writes in the subtext, in other words, the Texas coroner needs to investigate all 40,000 deaths of young Texans since 2021 to begin to rule out vaccine cause. It shouldn't be too difficult. In fact, there's an army of independent data sci scientists like me willing and able to assist. All they have to do is make the data available unadulterated back status of the deceased. It's that simple, but they're not going to release that one unless there's lawsuits. This is Ben Shapiro walks back his support for the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, and then he says, everybody who's involved in this sort of stuff needs to be thrown out of office. If they're in the private sector, they need to be fired. There may be need to be actual criminal prosecutions. If you're disseminating false health information to people on the basis of zero evidence. But he was a real promoter. He said he took them on, you know. You never know these days. Let's see, who was this? 
This is just a takeaway from somebody's analysis. It says that the November 20th, 2021, 2020 EUA Pfizer BioNTech data submitted to the FDA irrefutably proves there is no evidence that Pfizer mRNA vaccines prevent transmission. The data also proves that the Pfizer mRNA vaccines cause COVID-19. So that's what this guy says. It's literally causing COVID. It's incredible. Pfizer's November 20th, 2020 EUA doesn't even, data isn't even EUA data. Pfizer's phase one, two, three trials filed under an IND are not and were never protected under the UAA laws, despite what we've been told. Wow. They knew that the MNRA COVID-19 vaccines caused disease, disabilities, and deaths in adults and children. The adverse events in the COVID-19 MNRA vaccines are the same as the symptoms of COVID-19, resulting in disabilities, disease, and deaths. Wow. It's the same thing that, that uh, Fauci did with AIDS and AZT. They both cause the same, same sickness. It's really crazy. And Karen Kingston, who's also a lot on Stu Webb and some of these other shows, she's really on the alternate media. I don't even know if the some other alternate analysts have really looked at her stuff, but she really, I think she was in the industry, so she knows, knows the documents very well, Karen Kingston. So what she said, primary efficacy endpoint was the incidence of COVID-19 two infection in patients one week after their second dose. So it was, according to the CDC, patients are not, quote, fully vaccinated, unquote, until two weeks after their second dose. Yeah. And this is Jeffrey Morris, UPenn professor. Jeffrey Morris just sent us a major, major gift. Professor Morris wrote an article that is two tables showing that the death rate after vaccination is not flat. More confirmation that the vaccines are causing huge numbers of excess deaths. That's uh, Steve Kirsch. This is Paul Alexander again. Previous long COVID, previous COVID-19 infection, but not long COVID associated with increased adverse events after Pfizer vaccination. To layer COVID vaccine on recovered immunity is not good. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And that's what they're not telling people is that if you have natural immunity, there's no reason for you to take the vaccination, but they're still pushing it down your throat. That's just another aspect of the criminality. This is just flat out junk science, snake oil salesman, deviltry. These people are monsters. They are totally evil. They can't stop. It's like a serial killer. They can't stop the big kill. And then this is Jordan Schachtel, who I follow. He's doing good work. You can see him on Substack. And he says, event 201, which a lot of people know, was literally planned to Davos story to come. That was October 27th. So he's saying that Klaus Schwab, people didn't make that connection between the World Economic Forum and event 201 is my understanding. But Charles Lieber, thank you, Antigree. Thank you very much, Charles Lieber. Look him up. I know somebody, her name was Miriam Hanine, I think, did... Some research on him. I haven't looked at it. I just have, I know that she has looked into him, but Charles Lieber, I think he's in jail. And I'll try to, that's a whole nother show. But it was nanotech. And I think there, I think there, it would be surprising if there's nanotech 
bio-warfare going on. But he writes, Jordan, pre-pandemic simulation was bootstrapped on the sidelines of World Economic Forum's annual conference several months earlier than previously reported details here. And this is a, a good meme. Why serial killers always wear these glasses, though? It's got uh, Dahmer, Bush, Gates, and Fauci. This is kind of, I saw this on Clown World. It says, it's not just severity. The types of COVID symptoms you get depend on the vaccines you've received. It's just the propaganda is incredible. Dr. Asad Khan, latest team clots preprint on clotting abnormalities in long COVID. We demonstrated that the average levels of six inflammatory precoagulatory molecules were significantly higher in the soluble fraction of blood in long COVID when compared to controls. This is another clown world for fortune. If your COVID vaccine left you feeling terrible, it probably offered you better protection, new studies suggest. Pure propaganda. Wow. There's a monster, Biden. I got my annual updated, updated shot today. You should get yours too for real. Lawsuit filed against Echo Health Alliance, Dazak, and Barrick for creating COVID-19 in a lab. This is Joel Smalley. Check him out. I really need to put these links in the in the show notes. I'll try to do that. Lawsuit alleges that the defendants were responsible for the injury and or death of the plaintiffs due to their creation and subsequent release of SARS-CoV-2 from the Wuhan laboratories in China. This was filed 5th of October 2022. Many cases have been filed and failed, but I think this is still important because it sets out 75 factual allegations related to the origins of the virus, even if this is not heard in court. It should be presented to various other authorities to explain. This is Paul. He writes, uh, Boyce had a troponin leak, biochemical evidence of myocardial damage. So while clinical myocarditis requiring hospitalization in 1 in 2,700 of boys, some myocardial damage, subclinical, 1 in 29. So that's sick. That means like 1 in 30 people, boys who've been exposed, have some low-level Myocarditis, heart damage. And he writes, Paul says, we have an anti-smoking advert. Every cigarette is doing you harm. Seems analogous here, only rephrased, quote, every shot is doing you cardiac harm, unquote. Then this is back to ethical skeptic. A reminder that 970,000 people have died to date as a result of our solutions to the pandemic. 138,000 from overdose, accident, assault, or suicide. 391 primary factor from the jab and then 440,000 from denial of treatment. So they didn't get treated or probably some of these protocols. Um, and that's 76% of all pandemic excess deaths. Let that sink in. Then this is an interesting study. You'll see these graphs where they're tracking incidents of injury to other things I've talked about. The island study that was done by, what's his name? Anyway, they said that they could tell that the injuries happened within like a month after the jab rollout. And this is very similar that in Israel, that emergency calls for cardiac arrest in persons from 16 to 39 in Israel tracked tightly with first and second vaccine dose, as well as the single doses in recovered persons. So they're tracking these young people's cardiac things too shots 
This is Pearson. He says two slides, healthy blood cells from a normal unvaccinated person. The second is from a patient who submitted to the experimental COVID injections. The highlight cell is one of the few healthy blood cells left. The long fibers are graphene, which lead to massive blood clots. We're still, the vaccine shedding appears to be a real danger. This blood from unvaccinated three-year-old child. You can clearly see the shards of graphene contaminating the blood transmitted from a vaccine patient. And people have criticized this because this guy isn't a doctor. He's a, he's a layman journalist. But I, people have talked about shedding, whether other people who get shot with the jab shed some of the stuff onto other people, which I wouldn't know. ProPublica has done an in, inquiry into COVID-19 origins. title of the article is COVID-19 origins, investigating a complex and grave situation inside a Wuhan lab. Really good journalism. They did great stuff on guys surrounding Adam Waffen and uh, Order of Nine Angles. Those guys did really good journalism to ProPublica people. So um, this is worth a read. Gold Boss says, just curious, does anyone know of someone who died suddenly that was not vaxxed? I'll wait. This I've got, mentioned him before, I know this, IFR, infection fatality rate for COVID. How did experts get it so wrong? Why Stanford's Ionetis provides most robust data. And then fetal death cover-up. This is from Stu Peters, October 27, 2022. The next generation is dying from the shots, yeah. Guys, you haven't seen the dust settle yet. The dust has not settled yet. There's so many questions. And the agenda was there. So the agenda was there before this whole thing started. So this, quote, crisis was war-gamed and stuff like that before it even happened. Well, this is very telling. Refuge of sinners writes, China has approved eight vaccines. None of the eight are MNRA and none to have LNP. What is it? Liposomal, I think. Why? In contrast, in 2021, the USA had only approved MNRA vaccines in the J&J, and not one traditional vaccine. Many other Western countries did the same. It's incredible. This is a graphic of people dying, being stabbed by a hypodermic needle. Peter Hotez, this is a person you need to watch because he's been around, but... uh, He's one of these pro-vaccine people. It seems like he'll say anything. But it's in response to Megyn Kelly, who who, um, wrote, or tweeted, I should say, on October 19th. Scary number of kids are dying after taking the COVID vax for myocarditis, among other injuries. How dare the CDC add this to its list of school vaccinations? Don't listen. Be careful with your young teenage boys. She's right. Megyn Kelly's right. This guy, Peter Hotez. Wow. Keep an eye on that guy. Keep an eye on that name. I see, I've seen him on Rogan, too. This is somebody I mention all the time. Does great work. Uh, Naomi Wolf. And that's from Janie. Says, alarming drop in birth rates around the world. A 10% drop is a disaster. And then this is a guy who was persecuted for his ideas very early on in the whole thing. March 2020. His name is Dr. Thomas Binder. The test is the disease, not the virus. During my entire life, we have never tested for any cold virus except when specific therapy was needed. Then came the sorcerer's apprentice. 
Dr. Roasten with his test out of nowhere and turned everything topsy-turvy. Now the fat is in the fire. I think they really went after that guy. He also tweeted, the PCR test has not been validated, which is not only medical malpractice, but utterly insane. And for epidemiological purposes, it is completely wrong. For the latter context, you need to check antivirus antibodies in the blood. You know, it's antibodies. And that should have been done from the beginning. Like the whole thing. And actually going back to Naomi Wolf, she said she got sick not from the vax, but she got sick from her PCR test. So she thought her PCR test was laden with stuff. And there's also like a rash of new cancers from the PCR test. So you got to watch out for that too. And it goes back to the this whole biowarfare thing, this whole biowarfare that's going on. PCR test poison, vaccine poison, fentanyl everywhere, going back to Wuhan. Only affecting Western countries. India, no. Russia, no. Guys got to wake up, man. Politicians have let us down. All the politicians. Trump, too. Sorry. This is from James Hill, October 30th. Scott Adams says he lost will to live after COVID shot betrayal by people he trusted. Dilbert Cartoonist and former Vax Pass Apostle claims he'll likely commit suicide next year if disabilities of oppression don't improve. Going on, American author and Dilbert cartoonist Scott Adams says in the video above he wants to kill himself in 2023 if his physical and psychic pain don't ameliorate. Claims he's depressed, hasn't, quote, figured out how to fix my physical problem, unquote, and is unable to exercise. And it's in a video and quoting Adams, he says, but I can tell you if I felt like this in a year, I would look to kill myself. Let me say it directly. If I feel like this next year, I'm going to look to kill myself because I don't want to live like this. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this two years. I'll do this one year, but give you one year with this amount of pain. And then next, I'm not going to do two years. Promise you, I won't do two. So. Maybe it's canceled in September, 77 newspapers. And then the question is asked, is Adam's vaccine injured? Adam says in the video above, he took the jab just to be able to travel to Greece. So we'll see. Keep an eye on that guy. For example, see more rocks on Telegram writes, quote, Scott Adams is messed up after multiple clot shot injections and says he's close to killing himself. He's now in constant physical pain, has weird rashes, can't exercise and can barely even walk upstairs after his multiple injections of government health juice. In addition, he's in psychic pain after being somehow red pilled in ways he doesn't explain and is trying to construct some false blue pill reality to hide in. He says he'll give it one more year before killing himself. And you can see, oh, I mean, he goes into a long things, but this is just another example, at least somebody that is public, kind of a semi-public figure that seems to have been injured by these toxic shots. He was pro-vaccine. A lot of these guys have changed their story. Once you get more information. So I can't really blame him. Paul Alexander, October 29th, 2022, remdesivir is killing people, and CDC and NIH and FDA and Fauci do not care. Examines Massachusetts' sudden kidney, kidney failure, known as to doctors as acute renal failure. It's a melt, major health emergency now. You're just going to see all kinds of sicknesses and illnesses of all different types. This is Lindsay. Two days ago was my one-year anniversary of being fired from my nursing career, tossed out like a piece of trash. 
offer refusing to comply with a mandate because I know it is right for my body. I love nursing and I don't like tooting my own horn, but I was very good at it. It was my calling. At this point, though, I'm not sure if I want to go back, even if they drop the mandates because I'm angry. I'm mad that nobody in healthcare fought for those of us who couldn't get the shot or for all the people who coerced into getting it in order to keep their jobs. And this is Louie. I've mentioned him in last things. He's one of the injured, and he's talking about uh, one of the people who committed suicide because of their illness. And this is October 29th, 2022. Quote, we lost another member of the vaccine injury community to suicide. I reread our messages, which was tough. I tried lifting him up when he was struggling, and he did the same for me. He was a kind person who did not deserve to die. These people need help. This is, isn't effing right. And then Lindsay kind of keeps talking here. I put them together the wrong way. Let's see. And this is another one talking about the person who died. So CBI, the whole vaccine injured community feels deeply saddened by yet another loss. Rest in peace, friend. Uh, we lost another, yeah. We lost another member of the community this week. He was suffering from chronic severe pain and his from his V injury and chose to end his life. Many of us can relate. We hear you and are here for you. Your life matters. And then they mentioned react19.org. I mentioned that website in last for past discussions or past bioweapon blues. Cody, Cody writes, I haven't seen a truly sick COVID patient in a year. What I have seen is every variety of injury from the experimental gene therapy, October 28th, 2022. And then somebody responds, GWMD, right there with you. And then Michael writes, direct correlation to the global albumin shortage, in my opinion. Blue Jay says, yep, same here. So they all kind of follow him. And then Peter McCullough had his, uh, was stripped of his medical credentials. That's Stephen Kirsch. He's one of the most respected doctors in the world. And of course, persecuted, which is a shame. He writes, quote, uh, yesterday I was stripped of my board certifications in internal medicine and cardiology after decades of perfect clinical performance, board scores, and hundreds of peer-reviewed publications. None of this will stop until there is, quote, a needle in every arm, unquote. And then they kind of write about all the stuff he sacrificed. Chris writes here, oh, I guess it is a thing after all. I'm sure the YouTube team that gave me a strike for raising this issue back in 2021 will be calling me soon with an apology. Soon with an apology. <laughs> yeah, don't hold your breath. And this is what he's responding to uh, was a report in Disclosed TV, October 28th. Safety panel of European drug regulator now recommends adding heavy menstrual bleeding as a side effect of Pfizer and Moderna's MNRA injections. And then Durden follows. My daughters are 18 and 21 now. Both want families. Early in the pandemic, we watched your YouTube vids. We all decided the risk in the backs was too great, so thankful. And then go back to Jordan Shoctel. This is October 28th. I don't think the lab theory explains the chaos that ensued. Highly probable it was a much more sinister agenda than that. In my view, the virus narrative has always been a, the less important distraction. It wasn't a virus that wrecked society. It was the people in charge. Answers will be found by investigating the forces behind the chaos, not the virus. Many get carried away speculating about bioweapons. We went down the wrong path then. The info op is what sparked the madness. COVID was no more deadly than the flu. What is more likely? 
an unprecedented virus bioweapon, emphasis on virus, never before achieved in the history of humanity, or a planned info op to wreak havoc upon global society to the benefit of a specific group of interests using a viral as the kernel of truth? Good question. This is another one, Will Jones, October 27th, MNRI vaccines injure the heart of all vaccine recipients and cause myocarditis in up to one in 27, according to a study. Then you see this disease, this disease of heart and uncertain related RXS disorders, mortality deviation from trend to 2018-2022. Just see these huge spikes. According to this graph. And this is Stephen writes on another graph with this, this same, these same spikes. Amazing, just amazing. I wonder what is the common denominator in 2020, 2021, and 2022. So mysterious. This is Mark Girardot lifting the fog over decades of injuries. Vaccine safety myths mistakenly scapegoating the, quote, circulating spike protein, unquote, would be like sweeping all the harm and pain from prior vaccine accidents under the carpet. So what he writes about is like, this has to be seen in context. These other, these other vaccines that have hurt people. I mentioned Girardot before. He was the one who did a study um, on an island that pretty much showed that the correlation between illness and the, and the application of the shot. You can see here biological, U.S. biological, excuse me, U.S. coordination of biological laboratories and research institutes in Ukraine. Like, it's terrifying. Like, you have all these, I don't even know how real this is, but you got all the kind of dark actors, Soros, Biden, Clinton. This is Alexis Bin Mayer, analysis of the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. The official story takes shape. No mention of Ralph Barrick, Fort Detrick, Event 201, pre-COVID Moderna coronavirus patents and vaccines, USAID and DOD funding, the Fauci far cover-up, U.S. global cases that predates the Wuhan outbreak. I can read that whole thing. Let me see. It's very long. But it's Alexa Baden Meyer. I'll try to put a link to that as well. This is like a patent for drug 2021 to provide immunization from COVID. This is a. Uh, an article by Ashley Rinsberg. I've actually interviewed him about his book, The Gray Lady Winked, which is about uh, the New York Times. But he wrote an article for Unheard titled How Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney Created Anthony Fauci, America's Biodefense Strategy Has Finally Backfired. And then Michael Sanger writes, Deborah Burks' Silent Invasion, A Guide to Destroying America from Within. And this was a woman who was uh, persecuted for promotion of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Her name was Meryl Ness, N-E-S-S. And uh, Hannah writes, they can't shut this down any longer. The floodgates are opening. Their, their consciousness is too great to denote the harm being done to children, especially. It's just the beginning. I mean, that vaccine schedule that the CDC has recommended starts January 1st, 2023. 
So once that goes out and that's a mandate through these states or the states just follow the guidance of the CDC, it's going to be a disaster. This is a meme. The people who shut down your businesses and killed your careers are now asking you that you reelect them so they can keep their jobs. Never, never forget what they've done to you. And this is a person who was injured by the vaccine Nashville. Justin writes, wow, latest CDC data on shots from ages six months to four years old shows only 7% of those infants, infants, toddlers have gotten the vax. Would you care to guess what kind of mom chooses this option? If you guess liberal, rich, white, big city educated, you'd be right to cross tabs. This is a meme I posted. I don't think you understand. It's uh, Ron Swanson. I don't think you understand what I said and Bill Gates. You don't trust the science. I don't trust Epstein's friend who's not a scientist. Yeah, me too. And this is an interesting from Alexandros Marinos. It's about the original. He's done a lot of research into the original trials of the shot and how he fixed some of that. Also, the fake trials on ivermectin. Like they skewed, I think he read the some, the, the, some of what he writes is that they skewed the study to make sure that ivermectin would look bad. It's just crazy. But you can look at his stuff. The active six patient confirmed much of what we suspected about the trial. One, participants contacted the trial staff within five days after symptoms started. They were enrolled in the trial seven days after initial symptoms. The official day one in the trial was 10 days after symptom onset. The medicine arrived full 11 days after symptoms started. Two, the patients were taken at their word that they had a positive test. A self-administered rapid antigen test was sufficient. Three, most patients never saw the trial staff and don't speak to them on the phone after the first few days. Four, patients were asked which drug they preferred to randomize for, opening real questions with regard to the validity of the randomization process. Five, and a $100 Amazon gift card was used as enticement to complete all the forms in the trial. Six, the patient in this case participated in the active six, 600 arm whose recruitment is completed but results have not been published and is part of the same overall trial. Just off the charts. Off the charts. I mean, th these are great articles. You got to check it out. Like they did the full test on ivermectin to sent through the mail like it wasn't even like a you know a sterile environment or anything like that it's just off the charts and then they promote these tests this is like an exemplar of the, the test oh yeah we've done tests it's fine it's just complete hogwash it's just a total joke he writes about the timeline i mean this is just a total joke so alexandro alexandros marinos check it out This is him writing <clears throat> active six ivermectin paper out looking at the randomization section. What participant could opt out of a drug if they didn't feel it works or the site investigator could opt them out. Here's our site menu. What drug would you like to randomize for? This is not an RCT. This is uh, a C. Malotra talking to Robert F. Kennedy quote. I had the vax. I believed it was safe. I got it wrong. The information now is unequivocal. 
We need to do something about it and we need to suspend it for everybody. For me, it's a no brainer. The evidence of harms are clear. Bloomberg writes, I just got boosted. Why did I catch COVID? Clown world today. This is just something, just how crazy the pharmaceutical industry is. This is Meltem writes, blows my mind that 41 million Adderall prescriptions were dispensed in the U.S. in 2021. 41 million people casually tweaking on pharmaceutical-grade amphetamines every day. The rebranding of meth has been one of the greatest marketing campaigns of the decade. Truly wild. It is truly wild. Matthew Crawford is another name I keep forgetting. He did the whole thing with Girando. He's doing great work. Highly recommend you check out him. RTE Roundtable Talk 16, attacks on independent physicians. So they've got independent physicians who were attacked. I did that whole discussion between orthodox and heterodox physicians. Ben writes, population with a disability is skyrocketing. Increase of 3.336 million since the start of December 19. Clearly, correlation equals causation. But this sharp increase that correlates with vaccine rollout deserves a This is catastrophic. Catastrophic. 3.36 million more people with disabilities. This is Vince writes, vaccinated pilots to be required to have cardiac MRI testing. So that's someone that, that's Dr. Roger Hodkinson. I had him on. He was the one who like promoted Halligan's stat of 20 million deaths and 2.2 billion injured. John Ioannidis, 90% of medical research is wrong. Even the Cochrane collaboration set up to fix the fraud turns out to be flawed and corrupted too. This is um, the mayor of London, but the guy's giving him a jab through his shirt with a cap on. That's just total theater, man. Same thing happened with T.D. Martin Conway. Then we go back to the ivermectin trial, which is a bit uh, baloney. October 31st, soaring deaths of young Americans. In the first two and a half years of COVID, 150,000 more Americans under 45 have died than expected. And then Robert Malone just writes, October 31st, long history of China, CCP, and bio-warfare. Bio Guest essay by Claire M. Lopez. That's worth a read. So... This is Thomas Massey. This is a representative, I think, from Tennessee. This is October 31st. Pfizer's original vaccine trial, which contained 1,200 participants with evidence of prior infection, showed no benefit from their shots for those who had evidence of prior infection. CDC government lied, said studies showed it was 92% efficacious, 92% efficacious for those with evidence of prior infection. Flat out lied. Flat out lied. And this is something that just caused a conflagration throughout the internet. This lady, Emily Oster, wrote, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark. I like the way she uses we three times there in one sentence. I didn't do that. For what we need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark. No, 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 no. Interesting date that was published too. I think it was, I don't know. I have to check that out. The people just went berserk. They said, no amnesty. I'm for criminal trials, military criminal 
trials, military tribunals, just like Nuremberg. That's the only way you're going to get it done. Everything else would be manipulated. Let's see. Let's see. My second whistleblower report, he writes, I learned that U.S. legislation has been changed over a number of years so that in a declared public health emergency, the head of the U.S. HHS can authorize the use of any medical product deemed necessary, tested or untested. The FDA and all their body, other bodies are circumvented in that circumstance. This is a V injured. I'm 35. Everything been impaired since my first dose. And he writes, he draws this about how he feels. Like they feel rotten inside these people who've been vaccine injured. Olinsky's sick again. She always takes her more. I don't know what's going on with her. She's a monster. She's a demon from the pit of hell. Get the facts about myocarditis. Like, why would you have to write about that? That's from COVID-19. I mean, it's just incredible. And then we go into more testimonies. The Mind Sculptor, quote, A friend's mother-in-law got her fourth and flew at the same time on Thursday. Felt ill, ill after. Friday, she said she was better. Yesterday, went to see her neighbor and collapsed at 1 p.m. Admitted straight to hospital via ambulance. Clots found and suspected stroke. Died 5 a.m. this morning. Test blue room, the blue room test. MNRI vaccines kill. If I get banned or censored, nothing has changed. I repeat, MNRI vaccines kill, which Patel responds. I'm a physician. In my clinical experience, I've seen three patients die post-vaccine within two weeks, two of them within 48 hours. All three were due to stroke, CVA. I'm also dealing with post-vax disease that cannot be treated by multiple specialists. My family censors me. UK flu shot. My 80-year-old mother had one last week and was virtually paralyzed from the waist down for three days. She was terrified and thought she'd end up in a wheelchair and knows 100% that this was because of the jab. Anyone else experienced this? Her batch was Wenvo Cardiff. This is a guy, uh, Richard Rowe. He was a congressional candidate. He said, quote, let me be clear. I do not give an F what happens to anti-vaxxers. I don't. Let Darwin do his work. They helped to kill 700,000 Americans. I do not have the pity or tears to spare for any of them. It's all dried up now. Sorry, at this point, I'm just hoping they feel one-tenth of the pain they've caused everyone else. The kids will be fine. They're going to suffer. And I effing well think they've earned it. And then uh, passed away. In August, he wrote that. In November, he was dead. Florida House District 22 progressive candidate and my friend Richard Rowe has died unexpectedly. Wow, that's the same phrase. He passed away Thursday following a medical episode while walking his dog. My thoughts are with the family and loved ones of Richard. Another radio DJ. This is from, this is Jay. Sudden, unexpected, mysterious, baffling. Radio DJ dies of a heart attack on the air. Shock as local station announces 55-year-old breakfast host passed away while presenting his program this morning. Another radio legend, Tim Goff. Goff. Kate, 27 years old, died suddenly, heart just stopped. Some of our longtime Kingwood friends unexpectedly lost their son, Jacob, at 27 years old, when his heart suddenly stopped. He was an amazing person. Please hold them in your prayers as long as we celebrate this. Mr. B writes a screenshot from Sky News app, one after the other. 
are, and these are the only people worthy of making the news. How many more, quote, died suddenly, unquote, are there out there today? Stars paid tribute to Dragon's Dead businessman Drew Cockton dies suddenly at 36. WWE Kevin Nash reveals cause of death for 26-year-old son Tristan, October 24th. Kind of writes here that he died from alcohol. Um, think getting off of alcohol, died of a seizure. That's very strange, very unusual. Yeah, new 27 club, Oswald. Yeah, it's like that. Nashville writes, 18-year-old Kayla Rose Lumpkins passed away. Kayla went to sleep and never woke up. She graduated with honors from the top percentage of her class at Naaman Force High School in 2022. She had three doses. You're going to lose a whole generation. The ones who are going to survive are going to be savage, man. Once they realize what happened to them and the whole system allowed it to happen, you're going to have a different generation. It's not going to be these kind of soft people. They're going to be very different. Like people who went through mass inflation or, you know, starvation episodes or something. One of those people, quote, we just admitted a nine-year-old with heart problems. He was healthy until last week when parents forced him to have a booster. His blood pressure is 189 over 130. I don't think he will survive, and I'm crying now because nothing we do helps. People, pe please people, wake up October 24th. Megan Kelly reveals sister died suddenly. Spare a prayer for my mom. Raya writes, a 73-year-old patient of mine, four times vaxxed, two times recovered, is getting two texts a day from his HMO to hurry and get the bivalent booster. I told him I do not recommend it in the absence of safety data. The public health system in Israel is in near collapse, yet we keep prioritizing wrong. That was October 25th. And this is Megan's tweet talking about... so. Scary number of kids are dying after taking the COVID vax for myocarditis. I already mentioned that. These are not honest brokers. This is dangerous. Yeah, well said. You're right. Nicole writes, guess which picture was taken before my Pfizer COVID vaccine and which one was after? I miss my long hair. I miss having color to my skin tone. I miss exercising and being a functioning human being. Vaccine injuries ruin lives. We are not kept collateral damage. This is Jay Doc. Worst part affects how much this affects my children. They just mandated this for children to go to public schools. So now I'm going to have to homeschool my child as a single parent when it's just a struggle to do everyday normal things because of the damage it did to my heart. And there's his heart. Jay Doc, I'm a 37-year-old who's had Pfizer vaccine and two weeks later had myocarditis and blood clots that caused a widowmaker heart attack. Had to get pacemaker. ICD, two stints, and now in CHF, that isn't getting better. It's pacemakers right there. And you could tell he had open heart surgery too. These are monsters. Dr. Mega, quote, my brother is vax injured and has gone into rapid decline. I'm the only one to, to take care of him while I have to do everything else. If I seem pissed off at this government, IT, it's because I am. He didn't even know about their policy that they can't be sued. Nothing has been transparent. He's constantly sick and can't eat. Lost 30 pounds in the last month. Can barely walk or function. F you people who claim we are science deniers. Hey, they can be sued. Don't, don't believe that hype. There's all kinds of lies out there. These contracts are not worth squat if there's fraud. 
I think that's probably in the documents, and it's just a standard position. They're also unconscionable. There's all kinds of ways around contracts, people. The, the, they get bandied about in the public. You really don't know contracts law and how things can go. But fraud, conscionability. I mean, how can you have a contract that literally you give people stuff that they're not having firm consent about? Doesn't mean the contract's there forever. So these people don't know the law. One of those people, again, so far today at the ER, we have had 37 page, patients ages 5 to 86, all boosted, all suffering from either strokes, blood clots, or heart problems, all of them. This is bad. Stop getting jabbed October 24, 2022. Louis writes again, me, the vaccine-triggered POTS, MCAS, small fiber, neuropathy, tinnitus, vasculitis, blood clotting, and more, all backed by scientific studies, 100-plus pages of doctors know. Government, no soup for you. If you're injured by the shot, there's no safety net. You will be left to die. He's giving you a warning. It's a guy who did not qualify for disability benefits. Wow, it's just so brutal. I've never seen the full government turn against its own citizens like this. I never thought that this would happen in the U.S. Where it just totally goes toxic and they're literally killing you. Like a democide. They're still promoting it. They're still promoting the kill shot. They're giving it to kids. These are child killers, family annihilators. There's no other way around it. These are your politicians. They're all culpable, man. There may be a few out there who aren't. It's just off the charts. Died suddenly. Eight-year-old Lorena died suddenly after experiencing headaches, chest pain, fever, and short breath. She's vaccinated. Daily Fetch, fetching your news. 53 performers who've died suddenly collapsed, fallen hill in the last three months. This is what you can expect, possibly, if you get the shot. You get your skin to, to uh, slough off. Pathologist proof, Arnie. Development of severe pemphigus vulgaris following COVID-19, 44-year-old male. You see illnesses that I've never even heard about or seen before. So picture my brother was given boosters 23rd of December, died 24th of December, 43 years old. Mega Maga, Ivermectin works for COVID, always did. Our government knew it the whole time. They killed your family and friends because they had an election to steal. Then they forced you to take a bioweapon they knew would harm you. No person in government has, quote, died suddenly. That's true. Why haven't they died suddenly? This is unprecedented in history. It's unprecedented. And Janelle responds, I lost my childhood best friend a few months back. She died suddenly in her sleep. She was young and healthy, but just had the booster a day or so before. I realize that my tweet is anecdotal. Just know that there are thousands, if not millions more that are untold. Yeah, there's probably millions. Adam writes, my vaccine, in vaccine injury story. I got my first dose of Pfizer vaccine July 2nd, 2021. Almost instantly as I got the shot, I had a weird metallic taste in my mouth and my tongue felt slightly, slightly swollen. I was 22 and completely healthy at the time, skateboarding most days and no other health issues. I had none of the normal side effects such as sore arm or feeling unwell. I just felt completely normal except for the metallic taste. Then two weeks later on the 18th of July, I was on holiday with my family. We had just gone on a long walk along the coast. I randomly felt like I was having a stroke. I felt really nauseous, nauseous, 
and I, like I was going to pass out. The more I tried to walk, the sicker I felt. I managed to get back to the Airbnb and lie down. The feeling got better when I lied down. But anytime I got out of bed, I started to feel like I was having a stroke again. Something just felt seriously wrong, like I was about to die. Over the next few days, my hands and feet started tingling, then went numb. The numbness spread until both arms and everything below my waist was numb. I went to A&E at this point. I felt like my brain was on fire. My heart was pounding out of control. All my tests came back normal. So they sent me home saying I was anxious or just had heat stroke. That's the same thing. They all say they're normal. These te the tests do not take into account this endothelial problem. These people have the ability to uptake oxygen because it's from the inside out. People got Drano through their, their art arteries. At this point, I also started to shake uncontrollably. And also, my vision was blurred. I would get massive headaches and the sensation that my head was being crushed. The first couple of months were the worst, and it slowly started to calm down, but still never felt normal. I saw multiple doctors and went to A&E multiple times, and every time they said my tests were normal and that I was just anxious. I even had a brain and neck MRI scan, which came back clear. My symptoms have been have fluctuated completely randomly and are changing constantly. It's been over 15 months now, and I've crashed quite badly again. At the moment, my main sy symptoms are insomnia, vision problems, tremors, shortness of breath, fatigue, and just generally feeling like I'm dying. My family has been zero help. If anything, they have made me worse. Doctors have not helped. Either they have just gaslit me and told me this is all anxiety. I was going through a bad flare-up right now, but I hope one day that this will all wear off. Nothing is being done to help acknowledge people like me. We are just being left to die by the NHS. I've not tried any proper treatments at this point. I'm quite against using pharmaceutical drugs as I've tried so far. As any I've tried so far have just made me feel more sick and given me more side effects. I do yoga for 10 minutes every morning and take CBD once a day. Kelly writes, prostate and pancreatic cancer diagnosis confirmed. And my day is only half done. 41-year-old and a 47-year-old. Late stage, four shots. Kate responds, I'm a hospice RN. No one is talking about this. Tons of young people with late stage cancer in the last six to eight months, praying someone is held responsible for this. Adam is having to take blood thinning medications to stay alive. I'm grateful to still be here. Safe and effective, we were told. UK government and MSM won't acknowledge us. Please support the vaccine injured to get the government to recognize and help us. And there's a picture of his results. NOHJ85. I just saw a 14-year-old boy hooked up to an ECG machine from this poison. The vaccines are not safe and effective. The mainstream media, you're doing more damage than good. That's intentional. How does any one of you sleep at night? Start doing the right thing. Kids are going to die. And that's absolutely right. The mainstream media is in on it. This is uh, Bronson. This is Mighty Mouse who died, but he says, Bronson received booster April 11th, 2022, died suddenly October 20th, 2022, aortic aneurysm. And the, his post is, first vaccine jab done. It was definitely a bit nervous, but pleased to have it. Died, died later. Search Google images for died suddenly. Do it again on election day. Yeah, you should do it today. See all these kids who've died. Next, Moksha. I'm so sorry. My friend's mother took a booster December 3rd and died that night of cardiac arrest. And the precious 16-year-old kicker on my son's football team died suddenly of AFib, atrial fibrillation. 
it has become extremely personal. My heart goes out to everybody going through this pain. Prayers to your family. Another one of those people, ER last night, just to select a few. Male, 37, heart attack, three jabs. Male, 12, 12 myocarditis, two jabs. Female, 29, two jabs, clots. Female, 54, three shots, Bell's palsy. Female, 31, two shots, baby dead in utero, 34 weeks. Male, 33, three shots, unknown cause of death. Male, 62, four shots, unknown cause of death. October 28th, 2022. So it's happening right now. Wichita Eagle, Wichita soccer player, mourns the, quote, puzzling, unquote, death of a 21-year-old Newman men's player. That's October 25th, 2022. Then another one. Ages 7, 14, 15, 16, 21, 30, 36, 48, all died suddenly. If you're not actively fighting the evil we face, you are a effing sellout traitor complicit in mass murder. Yeah, I agree with that. Jonas, my 40-year-old cousin, was buried today after he died suddenly of a heart attack while driving. He was the father of four and grandfather to one and was a military drill sergeant who was fully vaccinated. Chris, today's first sudden death of a young person, 21-year-old, 8-year-old man who worked for the BBC, was a massive football fan, died suddenly last week. That's the end, 2200. 200 slides. So I'll try to set up the next one, but that's uh, the end of the 12th in the series. But, uh, yeah, get your popcorn. Get ready for the big steal today. It's all tied together, kids. It's all tied together. Don't make a mistake. These aren't independent events. These elections and all this other stuff. So I wish you the best. God bless.